0: Maybe. No, I'm certain that there is a Hollywood quote that is perfect for this. I won't look for it. Instead, I'll take a quote from perhaps the most prolific postmodern filmmakers who said, Looking back, I am thankful I did not go into the film industry. That man was Hideo Kojima. (laughs) What that has to do with anything is peripheral, at best. Basically, I was looking for good quotes, and after around 7 minutes, I found that one. I am Mark D., IT guy, dad, and generally bad nerd with limited movie experience. And this is Mark's Movie Collection, Episode 0. This is essentially the trailer, of the pilot. I know who Hideo Kojima is, and the quote perhaps is appropriate. I too am sometimes thankful that I did not go into the film industry because primarily I require health insurance to live. The second reason is probably that it would have chewed me up and spit me right out. I have respect for anyone working in this industry and any of the jobs that it provides, really. Uh, there's a, a wide gamut there, and maybe we'll get into at a later time. I love film, intensely, unabashedly. I can argue about movies for hours with you or agree with you, um, vigorously agree with you if you allow me to. Sometimes I wish that was my actual job, but then I remember the health insurance thing and the fact that I have a graduate degree in not film. But it doesn't cease to fascinate me. At first, it was the films themselves that fascinated me, and I I really bought into it. I believed that that illusion was real, but then I found out a little more about how it actually worked. I took a cinematography class in high school, and that gave me a glimpse behind the curtain. I did a video report on Mel Brooks, I studied my favorite movie, American Graffiti, and I found out that Alfred Hitchcock was more than just the bird's ride at Universal Studio. I saw Chinatown, and I had a lot of new experiences, but I understood a little more than I previously did. I guess let's rewind a bit, but not too much. Uh, As a kid, TV and movies were something that really caught my attention. I could reliably be left to watch something on VHS or on TV for hours on end. Going to Blockbuster Video with my family was an anxiety-driving event because I had so much to pick from with regards to movies and, well, video games as well. But in second grade, uh, there were two kids in my class who introduced me to Star Wars. They had grown up with it, probably because their parents had seen it and because their parents had ostensibly Laserdisc players but it was new to me. Another place my parents took me a lot was to the local used bookstore, which actually closed recently. It is unfortunate, but it will be missed. This was a place that students in the nearby schools would come to get their reading materials for classes, myself included. We probably went there for that exact reason, but I ended up browsing the science fiction aisle and picking up a blue-covered book with a painted character, or a set of painted characters that you might have heard of was a novelization of a movie that you might have heard of, The Empire Strikes Back. And it captivated my imagination. It was the novelization of a movie I had never seen, but based on my conversations with my friends at school and what I was reading, I had this whole saga going through my head. Star Wars was this crazy world that i just got sucked right into and i finally watched them all on tv at some point then my uncle bought the thx remastered vhs set and i watched that with him and he also bought american graffiti and i watched that when i found out that the same guy responsible for american graffiti was also responsible for star wars my my child brain exploded i didn't know how you could mix and match these two things My parents bought me the THX remastered Star Wars, and I still have those kicking around. I've seen the theatrical print of Episode Four, and Star Wars was my introduction to really being a fan of something. I had memorized the movies line by line. Then a movie came out from a show that I loved. Batman the Animated Series had a theatrical release for Mask of the Phantasm. In my mind, this is singularly the greatest Batman movie ever made, and movie fights can quote me on that. Seeing a movie of that caliber from an animated show that I loved so dearly really brought movies into the forefront in my mind. The Sandlot was another movie. Uh, I played baseball at the time. And The Sandlot was huge. It had so much heart, had adventure, had excitement. It had lasting power and has lasted so long that they've re-released the movie and promoted the Sandlot in Major League Baseball stadiums all over the country, and they're even making a prequel, apparently. Another movie I watched when I was a kid was Wayne's World. Wayne's World may not be the most appropriate movie for a kid, but it might be as well. The Lion King and Toy Story followed shortly thereafter, and I saw those in a double feature, which was a lot of fun. I had never seen a double feature before, much less a double feature with two movies like this. And I've been talking about animation a lot because it was very formative for me at this age. I was still in the single digits for most of this, but life goes on and you start growing up. And then, if you grew up where I grew up, you saw Scarface. Scarface was one of the first DVD purchases that I ever made. It is ridiculously quotable. And it is a window into the idea of what masculinity meant to an adolescent growing up where I grew up. I learned a little while after that it was actually a terrible, terrible movie. I knew the accident was terrible, but I learned that it was to be an anti-drug movie that totally missed the mark. My next DVD purchase was The Matrix. I didn't see it in theaters, but I was told that it was quote-unquote revolutionary and life-changing. Somewhat was. I was innately attracted to The Matrix as a nerd deeply into technology by this age. I was absolutely enraptured by the special effects. I watched all of the behind the scenes footage I could get my hands on. This was maybe the first movie that I could think of where I was genuinely curious as to how the movie was made. I had a few go to movies that I would put on as just noise in the background, and there were some like The Matrix the 2000 remake of Gone in 60 Seconds and Raiders of the Lost Ark, just as a sample. I saw a lot of other movies that I liked at the time and afterwards, but there was one movie in particular that really blew the lid off of this whole movie process thing, and it wasn't the movie so much as it was the uh, featurettes, and this movie was Men in Black 2. You might think that that's a little weird, uh, but Men in Black 2, in my humble opinion, is one of the most perfect, approximately two-thirds of a movie ever. It runs out of steam once Jay goes back into MIB headquarters. And, you know, there's things with mechanical spiders and all that, but that's that's not the point. The point was that this movie had an entire second disc for extra features. There were one or two featurettes focused only on sound. Foley and ADR. When I found out that almost everything we hear is, Dubbed over or re-recorded, my brain turned inside out. My life, up until now, up until then, I guess, maybe now as well, has had been a lie. Or was I just gleaming the cube? Toast to the nose, I went in full steam. Blade Runner. 2001 A Space Odyssey. So on, so forth. Classics after classics, science fiction, etc. I, I will eventually get a list of my top 10 movies together at some point. But around this time, the interest was taking off in a more informed way, and I met a girl. The first movies we saw together was actually a Saw movie, and uh, it turns out that she had a massive movie collection. We would also go to Blockbuster Video on the weekends and pick through the clearance bins, just to see what we see. Pick anything that looked interesting. And then, you know, when you get married, you kind of combine stuff. So now there's a flight case with a bunch of DVDs in my house, paired with Blu-rays and HD DVDs to go along with them. So I'm going to talk about them. A dilettante with no real experience, but somebody really enthusiastic about the people, the process, and the product. It's fairly finite, but that number's actually pretty big, so I don't know what order I'm going to do this in, or when I'll stop, if I'll stop ever. But I'm going to... I'm going to try to go back and explore this collection with a, a new perspective an older eyes, more informed, uh, more critical, more a- analytical. That's a Words are hard, and that's a hard word for me to say right now for some reason. But yeah, this is uh, Mark's Movie Collection, and I hope that you stay tuned for the next episode.